even if they killed him. The couple had two daughters, and they fled the village after her husband after the husband was murdered. Since none of the neighbors would give them any kind of shelter, so you know, the, the, it says that the police are investigating his murder, and it's still ongoing, and no suspects have been arrested. Right, because I, I know someone who lives in India who said, and, and the police are the same thing. So when Christians are persecuted, or when they are harmed, or when their rights are violated, they don't do anything. That's true. So you know, I can only imagine how they investigate. You know, eight state governments have not defined the terms inducement, coercion, force, or fraud in the context of religious conversions. Due to this legal ambiguity, these laws have been widely abused and empowers radical Hindu national groups to attack and intimidate Christian minorities claiming to be acting under the state law. Um, that's sad. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, but China uh, uh, is having its moment in the sun, you know, trying to right. persecute Christians. So in India, uh, another article that was sent to me from the Christian Post, it, 135 cases of persecution occurred in the first half of 2020, including a lynching, community ostracization, sodomization, and murder of two Christian men. According to a new report from the Delhi, 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 how do you pronounce that? Delhi-based Evangelical Fellowship of India, the coronavirus pandemic lockdown, Christians face more opposition than ever from their communities because of their faith, primarily at the hands of Hindu extremists. And between January and June, numerous reports surfaced of Christians being falsely accused, threatened, and attacked. And this reminds me of um, what we just read last week, or the last couple of weeks in the Bible, about Matthew chapter 24, about how, when, how, what, what's going to happen. You know, there are going to be false prophets, there are going to be people that are going to hate you, and and falsely accuse you. Um, a Christian father and son were tortured, sodomized with rods, and uh -huh. murdered by local police. There were six documented cases of... By the police. Right. By the police. There were six documented cases of targeted violence against Christians just in April, despite the national lockdown being in place. Christians face stiff opposition to bury their dead. And Christian women were sexually assaulted and others socially ostracized. Christian converts were ordered to renounce their faith or risk being denied water from the community as well as other penalties. While 135 cases of persecution were recorded, the actual numbers might be larger. And I'm sure there are. You know, it's hard to keep track of um, a lot of people probably aren't reporting. I mean, after that, are going to the police and trying to make a report. They probably don't even log it into the system. There's a separate report from Persecution Relief, which tracks anti-Christian persecution and harassment in India. And there were 293 reported cases, as opposed to what, I, what it said earlier is 135. A Christian pastor and father of four was abducted and murdered. Um, 
entry is at number 10 on Open Doors 2020 World Watch List of the countries where it's most difficult to be a Christian. What's number one, did they say? I don't know. This article didn't say, but to be number 10 and all this is going on, I can't even imagine. And then someone called me and told me about this article, and I had to find it. And in Beijing, the it, China, the skies over Beijing turned dark and black in the middle of the day recently as a, the Communist Party came together for an annual meeting. A lifelong Beijing resident describes it to the Epoch Times in an alarm from God. He said that there was thunder rolling, heavy gale blowing, the sky was very dark. I have never seen this in my life. Um, and I don't know if you can Google it to find out, but there is a video that you can see where there are Chinese Christians praying in this, in this building, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, these uh, Chinese police come and they took them away and they, so news is leaking out of the meeting about new laws for the church. The government is drafting new plans to sort of persecute the underground house church. As if it's not bad enough. Right. The details have not come out yet, but it seems that the current coronavirus epidemic is being used as a reason for the Communist Party to put even more pressure on the church than they have in the last two years. But anyway, when the police were gathering all these people in this meeting who were there praying, thick dark clouds descended on Beijing, what seemed to be a supernatural sign that the forces of darkness had moved into the city. We believe that an intense spiritual battle is underway in China because of the vision that God has given to the underground church. The enemy knows that his time is short, and the mobilization of the massive church in China is hastening the completion of the Great Commission and the return of Jesus Christ. So earlier in the month, I think it was in May, they did a raid on a house. Some of the believers were taken away, they were arrested, taken away, and nobody has heard from them since. So you don't know if they were killed, tortured, probably both. the satanic temple has announced it is raffling a free abortion to promote the organization's religious abortion ritual while it argues that its members' religious rights are exempt from any state laws or any regulations that might block access to abortion services during the first trimester. According to the satanic temple, 
abortion can be medical or surgical and it's transferable upon request. Headquartered in Salem, Massachusetts, the Satanic Temple describes its new Satanic abortion ritual as a spiritual experience designed to instill confidence and self-worth in accordance to their religious beliefs. The organization contends those who practice satanic abortion rituals are exempt from being subjected to waiting periods, mandatory counseling, forced viewing of sonograms, so reading they, materials. Basically, through religion, so-called, they created a loophole that would allow people who normally might not have been able to afford to get an abortion. Right, they say that all abortions abortion. by its members are religious acts of right. Satanism and protected under the ruling. Now, and to make people and to make people more aware of it, they are raffling off a free abortion. And that person has to be a nut, you know, to, to say, I, I hate my my child so much, I hate the child that I'm carrying so much, I, I would I would elect to go to a Satanist. I would elect to go to someone who worships uh, the devil. But what's interesting, I, in this article, it doesn't say anything how the ritual is performed. You know, I can only imagine. I mean, it would be scary to me. I mean, it's it's not like they say you go to the doctor's office or, or whatever. It's a satanic abortion. Right. So what does, how does, how does, how is that performed? You know, I'm sure there's like, if it's a ritual, there's got to be a lot of spectators. <laughs> I don't know. And here, someone um, <laughs> sent me this article I thought was very, very clever. This is from Breitbart.com. And Christian worshipers outsmarted Pennsylvania's fascist Democrat governor by gathering to praise God inside a Walmart. Because they say, unlike the church, Walmart is deemed an essential place, okay. business. Right. And I thought that was so very clever. So there was a video uh, reportedly recorded by a woman, a Walmart employee in Pennsylvania, who stopped what she was doing to join the singing and record the event. The video was originally recorded on June 26, but it's just first coming out now, and it's going viral. It's only a 15-minute video, and it's already racked up 1.1 million views. Okay, so who do you have to go in order to see it? Um, I think Breitbart.com, and it's this article is written by an author with the last name of Nolte N. As a Nora, O L T E, and it's dated August 7th of 2020. Okay. But, but actually, I think the video was on Twitter. Um, I wonder if it's on YouTube. I don't know. It'll be on TikTok. I don't know, but here's a, I, but it says, here's a quick look. This is brilliant. The church was not allowed to worship because of bureaucrats' decree. So they went to Walmart to do it, and it's um, put out there by Luke Rudkowski, R-U-D-K-O-W-S-K-I, 
and it's at Luke W E A R E Change C H A N G E. And it came three months, almost three months after the Democratic governor, Tom Wolf, on April 3rd, told houses of worship that they were not essential. So Walmart is essential, so, you know, that, that... It reminds me of a flash mob, so I'm trying to figure out how they, how they organize it so that people were in sync. You know, like, we're now we're going to praise them, and now we're going to sing, and I wonder how that was done. I'm going to try to find it, so that I can see it. This very interesting, and I think very clever, I, um... I don't think Walmart did anything about it. I mean, why they shouldn't? I mean, you see some of the outtakes they have on Walmart and the things that we that happen in there. Why wouldn't they? I mean, to me, that would be very hypocritical. So the, this person is saying, "Please do tell me why is is why it's safe to gather in a Walmart but not in a church, right? A synagogue or a mosque." Yeah. What what is you know and I agree. What's it? I don't get that. Me neither. The science, I guess, the science behind that thinking, the article says. They could go to Home Depot. <laughs> must be the same science that explains why a Trump rally is deadly, but a Black Lives Matter Antifa riot is totally safe. <laughs> no, or why you hold a funeral for your loved one will will kill people, but it's perfectly safe when left-wing elites gather for an indoor funeral to say goodbye to John Lewis. Right, but they're not, they don't criticize Trump gatherings. I mean, they basically more or less uh, make a, a big stink out of so-called liberal people gathering. But I feel like when it comes to deciding uh, who can worship the Lord, that's not up to government. I know. And then here's another article someone sent me, and it's from CBN News, and it's a recent article. Um, this is, you know, focusing on the California governor, and many Christian leaders were speaking out against the California governor Newsom's order prohibiting singing in churches. What I can understand is how, seeing that he's an elected official,
kidding me? I just participated in a protest where many individuals were wearing masks, but we, but many were not. How can you permit tens of thousands to march and protest? And again, I back up and endorse the peaceful protest, but then how can you say that 100 people can't sing at church? Right, and you say it, but it's not going to happen. And he said again, the word ban, it was done with such nonchalant, dictatorial, total, totalitarian, just off the cuff. You're banned. You can't sing at church. Are you serious, right. he said? So I just hope and pray that every Californian will wake up and smell the proverbial coffee and push back on this. It's right. outrageous. Exactly. So anyway, then I got another article, and it's about, the, uh, I think it's the, a different pastor in California, and he plans to gather with his congregation despite a temporary restraining order by the state forbidding it. Okay. Can you believe that? Yes, I can believe it. I mm -hmm. wish it didn't have to come to this. I really do. But we will be violating the judge's order, right. Pastor McCoy said. We will be open this Sunday. Mm -hmm. The temporary restraining order prohibits Godspeak and McCoy, Pastor McCoy, from offering indoor services, services at the church in Newberry Park or any other indoor venue in the county until August 31st. So everything has to be held outside. Come to church, and if you're one of the first thousand, you win a prize. You will get a citation. It will be a misdemeanor, Pastor McCoy said in the video message. Okay, good. Then I was <laughs> He reminded members it would go on their record, so it's not a decision to be taken lightly. You know, and so that reminds me, you know, when people were uh, protesting abortion, and they did it even though they got citations, right. even though they were, they had to pay fines. They, it didn't matter. That, too, went on their record. That, too, you know. Unfortunately, it didn't stop abortion, you know. No, but there might be some who actually had founder and chairman Matt Saver said the same governor who encourages mass protests bans all worship. The same governor who says the church can meet for secular services bans the church from having religious worship. If people cannot see this obvious unconstitutional violation, they are blind. This unconstitutional hostility against religious worship must end. Enough is enough. Right, and they should take it all the way to the Supreme Court. People can receive food, but they can't take communion. People can be housed overnight, but they can't hold a short worship service, Bible study, or meet for prayer. People can receive counseling to find work, right. and, and the state does that, but they can't be counseled on finding eternal life. Right. <laughs> said, no, we can't. We have to do uh, like they did in the scripture. Who are we to obey? God or man? A hearing on the case, God. so they're taking it to court. Right. Yes, so... The hearing on the case is set for later in August, and meanwhile, Pastor McCoy simply says, we want to worship God. Right, and, and, we, and it's our constitutional right. It's beyond constitutional right. 
before we close, I want to just say, somebody sent me this article, and I heard this, you know, this is so silly. Um, because the CEO of Goya Foods uh, donated money to Trump, his campaign. They came around and they said, we're going to boycott Goya Foods. And then somebody in turn said, um, they raised more than $250,000 in less than four days to purchase Goya Foods products for food banks. <laughs> I thought that was so nice. And then um, I just read an article yesterday that there, there was this model. I can't, is it Tegan? What's her name? Christy Tegan or somebody? Mm -hmm. She's married to this guy who they say who's like the most handsome guy. From John Legend? Yeah. Oh, John Legend White? Right. Anyway, um, she was boycotting and promoting the boycott for Goya Foods. And then they caught her on a little video. She's cooking and, and she's using and Goya. She's using, and there on the, on the counter, she's got empty cans of Goya. Right. <laughs> I think she's a little ditzy myself, but that's my opinion. I don't know about anybody else. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where John Legend sees in her, but um, but anyway, that's the current events for this week. Yes, praise the Lord, and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Joshua 24 and 15. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the God which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now ain't God alright? God is alright. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what is not of faith? And the answer is, the law. And that answer can be found in Galatians chapter 3, verse 12, which reads, And the law is not of faith, but the man doth them shall live in them. This week's food for thought is, 